If we lived in another climate, our souls might speak other languages. We might speak oasis or permafrost, dry season or monsoon. But our souls speak spring. Our souls speak green shoots pushing through last year's leaves. Our souls speak flower buds stretching to the sun. Our souls speak muddy puddles and nest building damp earth and worm casts, tiny green leaves and frog choruses. We speak spring because spring sings in us. We gather to nurture our faith in our own growing, our own courage to push through, our own blossoming in beauty, our own small part in the spring of this world. So come, let us worship together this hour. Well, on this weekend of the spring equinox, these opening words by the Unitarian Universalist minister, Evan Carvalt Zima, they mark the changing season, the hopefulness of spring, and they welcome all who've gathered here on Zoom this morning to take part in this Sunday service. Welcome to members of the congregation, to friends and visitors who are here with us live this morning, and also to anyone who might be listening in via the podcast or watching on YouTube at a later date. For anyone who doesn't know me, my name's Jane Blackhall. I've been part of this church for 22 years now, and I'm the ministry coordinator for this congregation, also currently your ministry student on placement as I finish up my training with Unitarian College. If anyone's here for the first time today, we're especially glad to see you. Welcome. Hope you find something of what you need this morning, perhaps some moment of consolation or spiritual uplift please do hang around afterwards for a chat if you can or perhaps drop an email to introduce yourself if you'd like and if you're a regular thanks for all you do to welcome all who come every week even on zoom we've all got a part to play in co-creating this sacred space this sense of beloved community so whoever you are however you are know that you are welcome in this gathering just as you are i hope this is somewhere we'll feel able to be real and bring our whole selves to church. We're proud to be a congregation of all sorts, I reckon. So please do make yourself at home, virtually speaking. As we always say, feel free to do what you need to do to be comfortable. It's always lovely to see your faces in the gallery and get a sense of our togetherness. But we know for some, it will feel more comfortable to keep your camera mostly off and that is all right. Similarly, there'll be opportunities to join in as we go along, but there's no compulsion. We do hope you'll say hello and get to know us at some point but you can quietly lurk with our blessing. So in this morning's service, we will be reflecting on sowing seeds, a suitably springy metaphor for intentionally bringing about change and transformation in our lives and the life of the wider world. What wisdom might we glean from this metaphor of seed sowing? What wisdom to help us nurture our own hopes and dreams and give us a sense of perspective, perhaps, on the setbacks and successes we might face along the way. I'm going to light our chalice now, as we do each Sunday, 
and at other times when we gather. This is a simple ritual that connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over, and which reminds us of the historic and progressive religious tradition of which this gathering is part. As soil holds the determined seed, this sacred space holds our weariness, our worry, our laughter and our celebration. Let us bring seed and soul into the light of thought, the warmth of community and the hope of love. Let us see together, hear together, love together. And may this little chalice flame Remind us of our shared intention to help sow the seeds of a better world, a world where all are truly free to flourish. So let's take a moment now to sit quietly with all those joys and concerns that we've heard expressed and to hold them and each other in compassion and loving kindness as we move into an extended time of prayer. Our prayer time today will based on part, in part on words by the UU Minister Maureen Kaloran. But before we pray, let's do what we need to do to get ourselves into the right state of body and mind to pray together. You might want to shift your position, get as comfortable as you can, maybe adopt a prayerful posture, whatever helps you get your heart in the right place to be fully present with yourself, with each other, and with that larger presence which holds us all. Spirit of life, God of all love, in whom we live and move and have our being. As we turn our attention to the depths of this life, the cosmic mystery and wisdom that abides in all that is, we tune into your holy presence within us and amongst us. Here we are gathered, called perhaps by a sense of sacred purpose or duty or the longing for community called to be together on this day to worship, to lift up that which is of highest worth and which directs our lives. Here we are gathered, called to hold ourselves to our highest values, to remind ourselves of those hopes and dreams and possibilities which sometimes in the rough and tumble of this world it can be hard to hold on to. Here we are gathered, called to do our part in building beloved community, to help sow the seeds of a better world and to tend this little patch of earth on which we find ourselves. Here, now, some of us have come in pain, bearing sufferings both physical and emotional. To those who are dealing with health concerns, 
we pray for courage and healing. To those who are feeling lonely and isolated, we pray for comfort and connection. To those who are feeling exhausted and overwhelmed, we pray for rest and solace. So let's pause for a moment now and hold gently all the concerns, both named and unnamed, that are present in our gathering this morning. Here, now, some of us have come with joy bubbling in our hearts, despite everything. May we give ourselves permission to feel those moments of uplift, even in the midst of struggle. May we rejoice together, recalling that our joys may be multiplied when they are shared. May we remember and return to gratitude for the simple pleasures of our days. And let's pause for a moment again and in the silence give thanks for just one blessing, no matter how small, one blessing that has touched our life in this past week. May this time we spend together be a blessing on our hearts, a blessing on this congregation. And may this precious blessing extend outward through each one of us, so as to grace the wider world. God of all love, we offer up our joys and our concerns, our hopes and our fears, our beauty and our brokenness. And we call on you for insight, healing and renewal. As we look forward now to the coming week, help us to live well each day and be our best selves, using our unique gifts in the service of love, justice and peace. Amen. Time now for our first hymn of the day, Gather the Spirit. In a way, it's a continuation of our candle lighting and our prayers as it affirms the strength we can gain to face life's ups and downs by this simple practice of gathering in community. The words will appear on screen shortly so you can sing along with this recording by the Unitarian Music Society, or you might prefer just to listen or read the words. It is rather a lovely hymn. We'll do our best to make sure you're all muted. So nobody but your neighbours will hear you if you choose to join in.
This morning we'll have two short readings. The first is a famous Bible passage, the Parable of the Sower, which I'll read in a modern translation by Eugene Peterson from The Message. The second is a poem inspired by that parable, which will be read by its author, the Reverend Bob Janice Dillon. Mark, chapter 4. Jesus went back to teaching by the sea. A crowd built up to such a great size that he had to get into an offshore boat, using the boat as a pulpit, as the people pushed to the water's edge. He taught by using stories, many stories. Listen, what do you make of this? A farmer planted seed. As he scattered the seed, some of it fell on the road and birds ate it. Some fell in the gravel. It sprouted quickly, but didn't put down roots, so when the sun came up, it withered just as quickly. Some fell in the weeds. As it came up, it was strangled among the weeds, and nothing came of it. Some fell on good earth and came up with a flourish, producing a harvest exceeding his wildest dreams. Are you listening? Are you really listening? When they were off by themselves, those who were close to him, among the twelve, and the twelve themselves, asked about the stories. He told them, You've been given an insight into God's kingdom. You know how it works. But to those who can't see it yet, everything comes in stories, creating readiness, nudging them towards a welcome awakening. These are people whose eyes are open but don't see a thing whose ears are open but don't understand a word, who avoid making an about-face and getting forgiven. He continued, Do you see how the story works? All my stories work this way. The farmer plants the word. Some people are like the seed that falls on the hardened soil of the road. No sooner do they hear the word than Satan snatches away what has been planted in them. And some are like the seed that lands in the gravel. When they first hear the word, they respond with great enthusiasm. But there is such a shallow soil of character in them that when the emotions wear off and some difficulty arrives, there's nothing to show for it. The seed cast in the weeds represents the ones who hear the kingdom news but are overwhelmed with worries about all the things they have to do and all the things they want to get. The stress strangles what they heard. Nothing comes of it. But the seed planted in good earth represents those who hear the word, embrace it, and produce a harvest beyond their wildest dreams. Greetings to Kensington. Very good to be with you virtually on this Sunday. And... uh, my dear friend Jane asked if I would share this little reading that I uh, wrote a couple weeks back. It's called Idiot Wind. Listen, he said, it's like this. Some idiot farmer has thrown your plans into the wind like seeds. God knows why. On the highway, 18 wheelers roar continually over several of your dreams. Don't worry, the birds are cleverer than those monsters. They'll get there, eventually, 
somehow. But, buddy, you won't. The best of your hopes, the very cleverest ones, shooting up behind Fast Save Mart. You can go see them now if you want to. Sunlit and lanky, proud little nothings. Get there quick, though. Tomorrow they dry up. Done. An expectation gets lucky, sometimes. Finds a nice bit of soil, moistened by an upturned soda can, and vigorously becomes a bolder version of itself. So courageous amidst the cardboard and twist ties, only the weeds are stronger. Most mystifying of all, perhaps, are your successes, exploding from the tilled earth, rising above our heads in glory, like a jeweled scepter or a middle finger. That's just how it is, he said. And how could a fool live in a world like this? And what numbskull is taking score? Thanks to Bob and to Anthony for our readings today. They bring us to a time of meditation. So once again, you might like to have a wiggle and get as comfortable as you can in your chair or your bed. Do what you need to do to steady yourself. Perhaps you'll want to close your eyes or look at the candle flame. There'll be just a, a few introductory words to take us into our time of meditation. And we'll go into a few minutes of shared stillness during which I'll put the chalice cam up on screen. For our meditation music this week, we have something a bit different. It's courtesy of an organisation called Empty Hands Music. It's founded by former rap artist Nimmo Patel. And their website says, Empty Hands Music's mission is to spread seeds of goodness in the world through selfless service, music and love. All of Empty Hands Music's offerings are gifts to the world. So I want to thank them for their generosity. Um, Nimmo now works with underprivileged kids in Gujarat, India, and invites donations for this project. So I've chipped in on our behalf in appreciation for their work. The track we're gonna hear is called Planting Seeds and it's by Nimmo himself and featuring Daniel Namod. I should say that the accompanying video is one that many of us will likely find rather poignant with all this imagery of large groups of people gathering in community with hands reaching out to each other, but heartwarming too. So I found this track on the gratefulness.org website and I thought I'd share what they had to say about it and offer a few brief thoughts for you to ponder to take us into this time of meditation. And as we always say, these words, these images, they're just an offering, not an obligation. You're always free to think your own thoughts and meditate in your own way. So this is what gratefulness.org have to say about the track Planting Seeds. This is a song and a message that we can carry into our daily lives. The idea of planting seeds without expectation of the fruits, to plant seeds of love without expecting love in return, to plant seeds of hard work without expecting success or accolades, to plant seeds of peace without expecting the world to always be peaceful. In the end, this is what we can do, plant our seeds, water the plants, then let it take its own course. And as the chorus of the song says, whatever grows will grow, whatever dies will die, whatever works will work, whatever flies will fly, whatever fails will fail, 
was meant to sow will sow. We are planting seeds, nothing more. So as we move into our time of shared stillness and silence, I invite you to consider the seeds that you have planted in the course of your life. Seeds of love, seeds of service, seeds of inspiration, seeds of justice, seeds of peace. I invite you to look compassionately on yourself and on the seeds you've planted, however it might have turned out. And perhaps consider too what seeds you are called to plant now in this new season of life.
been a long time running. I never knew then what I know I know now. That the fruits, they always come in. But you can't go around just knocking them down. It takes a long time to show in. We plant the seeds then and we look at them now. But the roots are always growing. No matter if I'm there or never around. Whatever grows will grow, whatever dies will die, whatever works will work, whatever flies will fly, whatever fails will fail, what's meant to soar will soar, I am planting seeds, nothing It's more. like your whole life, you've been training for this moment, and when the time comes, you just disown it, meaning you just surrender, don't control it, not interested in the clay pots and mold it, or sitting next to the path trying to unfold it, or waiting for the fruits to fall down toward you, let it go and now you're flowing, feeling quite gorgeous, so you take steps away instead of towards it, what a rush, feeling freedom with nothing to hold, we've been taught that what you touch will always turn to gold, and now we're learning when we let it go, it overflows with no credit to take, cause no credit is home, a higher power working deeper where the seeds are sowed, and when the seeds are true, then there's seeds of gold, but the real gold is joy when life starts to flow, and when it does, you just smile, cause now you know, I spent a long time running, I never knew then what I know I know now Let the fruits they always come in But you can't go around just knocking them down It takes a long time to show in We plant the seeds then and we look at them now But the roots are always growing No matter if I'm there or never around When it grows, it grows. And when it dies, it dies. Come on. If it works, it works. Let it fly, let it fly. When it fails, it fails. When people ask me about Unitarianism, what it is that we do, what it is that's unusual about our way of doing church, I never really give the same answer twice. But one thing I often do say is that we seek wisdom from absolutely anywhere we can find it. So, for example, in this week's service, we're drawing on ancient stories from the Bible, one of Jesus's parables, also the best of contemporary Unitarian thought, my mate Bob's recent poem, and alternative experiences expressions from spiritual seekers around the globe, such as that track we just heard from Nimmo Patel and his mates. But if we're going to talk about sowing seeds, 
well, there's one authority on the subject that we just can't ignore, Monty Don. So I made a point of tuning in to Gardener's World on Friday night for the first episode of the new season to see if, if dear Monty had any wisdom that I could bring to you this morning. You can't say I don't take my research seriously. So let's start with the gospel according to Monty. If you're sowing literal seeds, and look, I brought visual aid. If you're sowing literal seeds, and on Friday night he was encouraging the nation's gardeners to sow chilli seeds indoors and broad beans outdoors, Monty says, and I, I watched it on iPlower so I could wind it back and write him down verbatim, it's a mistake to think that you can just scatter the seed any old how and they'll all just sort themselves out because then it just becomes survival of the fittest and a lot of the seedlings won't do very well. Wise words from Monty Dunn. And when I heard that, I couldn't help thinking of the two readings that I'd already chosen for Sunday morning. In that well-known Bible passage, the parable of the sower that Anthony read for us earlier, Jesus likens the seed being sown by a farmer to the word being planted in those who hear it. In this story, we, we humans, are the seedbed, the soil into which the word is sown with, let's be honest, variable results. So how might we as Unitarians interpret this notion of the word? Well, this parable turns up in three of the Gospels, Mark, Matthew and Luke, in slightly different versions with a slightly different emphasis in each. The word also gets rendered as the word of God or the word of the kingdom. And as Unitarians, we'll each have our own way of making sense of that language. My own take on the word is to think of it as something like God's way or the message about God's way, the spiritual and ethical teachings about the way of goodness and truth and justice and love, and also guidance about how we might best live in alignment with that path. Maybe what's being sown then is the seed of a better world for all, a vision of how life could and maybe should be instead of the way it often is. If you don't feel a particular connection with the Christian tradition or even with that God language, then perhaps this notion of sowing the seeds of a better world is a more universal way of thinking about it. Those values of goodness and truth and justice and love, they transcend any particular religious tradition really. So maybe in this teaching story, Jesus is saying something like the word is a seed sown in each of us. We hear wise guidance about how we can live by those values and bring about this better world. But somehow the word doesn't always germinate or take root or reach its full potential in us. We hear the wisdom. We might like the sound of it in theory. We might even aspire to live by it. But there's a lot going on in our lives and any number of other concerns can divert us from our best intentions. Seeds of goodness and truth and justice and love don't always reach full maturity in our lives or in the world. And I think most of us would acknowledge the truth in that spiritual seed sowing can be a bit hit or miss. But let's take the themes of that parable and run a bit further with them as Bob Janice Dillon did in his poem Idiot Wind, which he read for us earlier on. In Bob's version, the seeds cast into the wind represent all our cherished plans and dreams and hopes and expectations, which again face a range of mostly inauspicious endings, variously crushed, scavenged, shriveled and choked. A bleak outlook, perhaps. We want to shape our lives or the world for the better, but it often seems the odds are against us. Yet sometimes, just sometimes, things do mysteriously come good. 
a few seeds do thrive despite everything. And it's not necessarily that we've done anything right. There is an element of chance involved. A stray gust of metaphorical wind may just carry our precious hopes onto fertile ground so that they miraculously rise above our heads in glory and produce a harvest beyond our wildest dreams. So if we do want to try and bring about some significant change despite the odds, whether that's to help create the better world that we and God might dream of, or to realise our own personal hopes and aspirations, is there any practical wisdom we can extract from this metaphor of sowing seeds? Well, when it comes to seed sowing, there's an old proverb that comes to mind. There are lots of variations on this, but the version I know is one for the rook, one for the crow, one to rot and one to grow. The country wisdom being that for every plant you want to flourish, you need to sow at least four seeds to take into account all the pests and diseases that will likely strike most of them down prematurely. So if we're going to sow seeds of change, it helps to sow them generously. Take lots of small steps, lots of small actions in support of those hopes and dreams, and maybe a few of them might just succeed, might just make it through, nudging your life or the life of the world just a little further in the direction that you're aiming for. And I'm sure Monty Don would back me on this one. Often there is something you can do to prepare the ground and improve the conditions that your seeds of change are going to land in. Rather than scattering seeds haphazardly, you might actively seek more fertile ground and add metaphorical compost or mulch to enrich the soil, add vital nutrients and improve its structure. You could water your little seedlings, diligently keep on top of the weeding and chase away those birds. Similarly, if you're hoping to bring about a better world, you might do well to focus your efforts where you're most likely to have an impact and do it in a way that plays to your strengths. Choose an issue or a project or a community that you really care about and make that your patch, at least for a season or two, and get stuck in. Commit to the change that you want to see. You might call in support and encouragement from others, get that nourishment that you need. You might take care to protect yourself from naysayers and those who divert you from your purpose. There are all sorts of things that might improve your chances just a little, your chances of bringing about the transformation that you seek. But there will always be factors that are beyond our control and in the end to sow we have to let go and finally it's worth remembering that the seeds we plant the seeds of a better world those seeds of goodness and truth and justice and love they might well bear fruit that we never get to see we might despair of making any meaningful difference in this world but we never know what impact our actions will ultimately have somewhere down the line so we must sow and tend our seeds in faith. And in that spirit, I'd like to close with an echo of those words from gratefulness.org, which took us into the meditation. This is the message that we can carry into our daily lives. The idea of planting seed without expectation of the fruits. To plant seeds of love without expecting love in return. To plant seeds of hard work without expecting success or accolades to plant seeds of peace without expecting the world to always be peaceful. Because in the end, this is what we can do. Plant our seeds, water the plants, then let it take its own course. For as the song says, we are planting seeds, nothing more. Amen.
time for us to sing again. And our second hymn is A World Transfigured, a good Welsh hymn tune. Um, this time we'll be singing along with a recording of our own congregation made back in the summer of 2017. So please forgive any coughing or rustling you can hear. And if you listen very carefully, this happens a lot. You can hear at the end Sarah saying, do sit down. Um, I presume most of you are already sitting down. Anyway, this hymn speaks of hope for the future and that better world that might still be possible if we plant the seeds of change today. Just a few announcements now. Um, thank you to Jenny for co-hosting today, to Anthony and Bob for our readings, to Marilisa for the lovely music, and also to Empty Hands Music for their generosity in sharing that track we use for our meditation. As ever, there are a number of opportunities to connect with the congregation in the week ahead. Coffee morning as usual at 10.30 on Tuesday. Newcomers are always welcome. 
heart and soul our contemplative spiritual gathering continues this week's theme is simplicity i've still got a few spaces tonight if anyone wants to join or you can do it on friday with rita even if you've never been before uh, it's never too late to start get in touch if you want to know more Next Saturday, we have the first of our monthly spiritual backpack online retreats. Uh, we've got nearly 30 Unitarians and friends from all over the country signed up already, but I can still squeeze a few more in if you're quick. Uh, these will be contemplative sessions in which we'll reflect on qualities that you might like to cultivate in your life and tuck away in your spiritual backpack to help you get by in challenging times. There'll be lots of time for solo reflection, but also a little bit of time to share in groups with others. The first session uh, from two till five next Saturday is on flexibility, adaptability and flow. So sign up with me as soon as possible if you want to join that. Uh, though the technically the deadline for the contributions to our creative journal has technically passed, but I will still accept last minute contributions in the coming week. Any artwork or writings that you have on the theme of home. Um, thanks to everyone who's already sent in a great variety of uh, writing and artwork, but there is room for a few more bits if you're quick. Um, after the service, we'll have virtual coffee time in small groups if you'd like to stay. And if you can bear it, we like to take a group photo immediately after the closing music. So do stick around for that. Back next week on Zoom at 10 when Harold will be uh, giving our sermon and, uh, you know, tell your friends. It's fine to share the Zoom link with, with, with others. If you're new, please do get in touch to introduce yourself. Um, it's harder to get to know people on Zoom and uh, we love it when people reach out. So we've just got our closing words and music now. By, by complete coincidence, uh, Mary Lisa chose a Pete Seeger song for us to end with without knowing he's actually a Unitarian. So that was quite neat. That's a treat for you to look forward to in a minute or two, but let's select gallery view if you can, so that we can all see each other for our benediction and get a sense of our community connectedness for the closing. hearts and minds turn now towards the everyday. As we leave this space made sacred by our presence, let us take with us at least some seed of understanding, hope and courage, and drop it into the confusion of the world. Let us nourish that seed, that it might grow as a tree of life, giving shelter to the weary and hope to the despairing. And in the days to come, let us notice and nurture those seeds of possibility that happen to fall our way, that we might indeed help to grow a better world for the greater good of all. Amen. Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. Gonna mulch it deep and low, gonna make it fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, please bless these seeds I sow. Please keep them safe below till the rains come tumbling down. Pulling weeds. Picking stones, we are made of dreams and bones. Need a spot to call my own, for the time is close at hand. Grain for grain, sun and rain, find my
my way in nature's chain Tune my body and my brain To the music of the land Inch by inch, row by row Gonna make this garden grow Gonna mulch it deep and low Gonna make it fertile ground Inch by inch, row by row, please bless these seeds I sow. Please keep them safe below till the rains come tumbling down. Plant your rows, short or long, season with a cheerful song. Mother Earth will make you strong if you give her loving care old crow watching from a tree god is hungry eye on me in my garden i'm as free as that feathered thief up there inch by inch row by row deep and low gonna make it fertile ground inch by inch row by row please bless these seeds i sow please keep them safe below till the rains come tumbling